we got a screening of the 1988 film The Blob. You gave me a very interesting reaction when the movie ended and the title started rolling. You said, I remember there being more Blob in The Blob. <laughs> Didn't it seem like it was low on Blob? They introed the movie as having a really big budget, which I don't I didn't remember that it was a big budgeted movie. But when you watch it, you can see it's there. Very big uh cinematography. <laughs> I guess the effects are pretty steady of the art for their time. But it seemed like we only got a few shots of the blob. Yeah, so it had a budget of 10 of uh, 10 million recorded, right? And then it made 8 8 million domestic. I feel like it was this was a perfect movie for the time. It did, even though it was a lot less blob, you still got that feeling of like you did with the stuff. Because it really was hard to make this jelly, jello thing, the main heel, to make it feel important. So that you would have thought they would have gave that more blob. But I don't know. I, I was okay with the amount of blob. You were okay with the amount of blob. <laughs> I, was okay I mean, I was the, fine with it. Yeah. It was still a, an entertaining film. It was good. I just remember the, there being more blob, and I thought it was a little blob light. <laughs> light on blob. Oh, there, there we go. There's our short. It's light on blob. Uh, fun fact, it was filmed in Abel, Louisiana, theatrically released in August 88 by TriStar Pictures. Considered a failure at the time, though it's received mixed response from critics, the film has since accrued a cult following. Uh, I, I'm shocked that for, for the time period, but maybe this was when things were changing, right? Was it late 80s going into the early 90s? Isn't that whole, you know, horror is very cyclical? Is 88 and 89, isn't that when it started to die down a little bit, the horror genre? Maybe it was affected by that? What do you mean? I just like for this film to like not do well, I remember. This, it didn't do well? They, it's considered a failure, yeah. I guess it was an expensive movie for the time. Yeah, but I do... This was one of the few movies that there was... I mean, to date myself, but I don't have to because you see the gray on my face. I actually got to see this in a drive-in because I was like, how cool my aunt wants to take us to see this horror movie. And she's like, I want to see this in the drive-in because that's how I saw the original Blob was going to see that in a drive-in. So... And obviously she saw it on a re-release, but she still wanted to see it in drive-in. When you saw this in the drive-in, and I just remember, it's like, I didn't even know where this this guy, that kind of guy kind of looked like Matt Dillon. It's like, that's his brother, Kevin. I mean, I just remember the action, the story, like everything about it. It feels 80, but I just remember enjoying the hell out of this when I first saw it in the drive-in. And I enjoyed it last, again last night. Can we talk about Kevin Dillon for a moment? Yeah. Kevin Dillon kind of looks in this movie like a Muppet Babies version of Matt Dillon. <laughs> Just like a smaller, less cooked version of Matt Dillon, right? Skinnier and shorter. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. You know, we were coming, you know, every Matt Dillon was a star by then, right? We all knew him from like The Outsiders. Like everyone knew who <clears throat> Matt Dillon was. Even I mean, we're going back and know him from My Bodyguard. You know, he was he was the star. He was the heartthrob. So getting Kevin, it did definitely felt that Frank Stallone feel <laughs> at the time. But now, I mean, Johnny Drama is, is beloved. I mean, he's a he's a national international treasure. He's a he's an HBO icon. I mean, he was great in Entourage. So to see this, I kind of felt like 
his career and entourage help enhance the blob because in my mind and in my heart i don't picture that as kevin dillon playing flag which is a great 80s name in the blob i picture johnny drama playing flag 100 so i felt like that almost adds to the experience um they had shawnee smith who i feel like she was in a a lot of other meetings i guess she was considered uh the lead in this film right if were she considered the the main protagonist would you call her that because that's the way joe from america film genre archive booked it yeah i think uh, i mean yeah i think she would be the lead we see her first we see her way before um johnny drama he called her ripley jr (laughs) so i thought that was uh and i was like okay because i you know thinking back and again i was younger when i saw this so i couldn't really remember but she's like i remember i was thinking like Kevin Dillon was the lead, but he's like, no, Shawnee Smith played the Steve McQueen character in the blob. And then rewatching it yesterday, I was like, okay, yeah, I, I, I think he's right. Because Shawnee Smith was, she even had that scene where she, with the bomb and she threw it and then she goes to dive and then her foot gets caught. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess she really was like, she was the Steve McQueen character. I, I enjoyed... Oh, you know where else? That's where I know her from. Summer School. Summer School, yes. She was great in Summer School. Yeah. And that was actually before The Blob. Mm-hmm. She was also an Iron Eagle. But yeah, I always... When I think of her, I think of Summer School. So when I saw that, it's like booking her in there. A lot more comedy than I remembered. Do you remember a lot of that comedy in the beginning? Because I don't think you'd consider it a horror comedy. No, it just had that... Spielbergian kind of thing, yeah. where throw in some oh, funny moments, dude. Can you trademark that? Can you because you just cleared up so <laughs> many questions in my head <laughs> that it's like that is a Spielberg thing, Spielbergian, and, yeah. Spielbergian does that, and then M. Night Shyamalan, who's influenced by Spielberg, he does that too, and he got it from Spielberg, but that's exactly what it was, you know, the whole. The dad is the pharmacist, and then they buy the ribbed Comdens. And then later on, he goes to pick up his date, and the newspaper drops, and it's the dad who was, and he realized, and he calls ribbed. <laughs> and it got the big pop in the mm-hmm. theaters. There was there was a good amount of pops, but I think Terror Tuesday is always good for pops. But there was a lot of good Spielbergian comedy in here. Uh, I also enjoyed the vibe. It did create that same type of vibe of kind of like you can tell there's the green screen effect behind the blob and then running out of the theater and doing the behind look every time. I sent you the music that I was listening to on the way home from the original blob. That's how you always picture it. But I picture it not from watching the original blob, but watching Grease characters in the movie Grease watching the blob at the drive-in. Were they watching the blob? They were watching the blob. So that's how I always picture it. It's like, so when I think of the blob, I think of drive-ins. So that that would have been the only thing that would have added to this experience of Terror Tuesday, of seeing this outside. I'm surprised. Maybe we bring back, we, we petition for them to bring back Rolling Roadshow, and everything that you eat is gelatinous. 
It's like, we're going to serve you jello. We're going to serve you tapioca. There's going to be jello wrestling. <laughs> we'll fill up kiddie pools with <laughs> jello. That would be a sticky, sticky rolling road show. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'll give you the, uh, the official. I don't think I actually have the. No, it's definitely one of those movies that. But I think we all know the synopsis of The Blob. A meteorite falls from space, cracks open, little piece of jelly goes it, lands on the homeless guy's finger, takes over his hand, he runs into town, infects the town. So it's basically a biological warfare, but the biology, you know, the germ is external. And then you go back and they find out that it's man-made and it's weapon, it's germ warfare, but it's on the outside, which probably works a little bit better than an, uh, actually a smart gelatinous amoeba killing people from space but i was happy with any of the of the all the explaining away of why this happened is there anything that stood out to you that you did not dig no i mean i like the movie as a whole i think it works great it's a lot of fun kevin dillon um kevin dillon has a lot of charisma shawnee smith is just I don't, is is it how do you describe someone who just looks like from they look like the era they're from because she is she looks like the 80s yes if the 80s was a was a lady <laughs> and that's why you know she's she's been in a lot of 80 films or whatever but uh she just has that look lady. it was she starts at the starts out at the cheerleader um love the love love the very uh 80s sort of like inappropriate stuff uh, yeah. even though like, I don't know the guy with the full bar in his trunk. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a cool guy, but of course he turns out not to be so cool guy. But anyway, we'll just get past that. But yeah, I'm surprised 80s films I... suffer from that. Yeah. There's so many eighties films that are sex crimes. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a whole documentary on that, but yeah. Cause I thought for any, I'd like, of course, being a younger kid, I don't really remember any of this stuff, but then you think like animal house and you're like, Oh no. I thought for sure, I was like, is he going to drop like a, was there a roofie scene in this movie? Is like, literally, that's what's going to happen. And I was like, oh man, this is not good. But at least you got to give it that uh, the payoff was there. Like he, he paid with his life for his dastardly deed. <laughs> uh, did you know the original Blob was Steve McQueen's first feature film and first leading role? I didn't know that it was his first. I thought I knew it was an early one for him. Yeah, so that and it always it was distributed by Paramount and played as a double feature with I Married a Monster from Outer Space. I guess in the fifties you think of like Martians and Outer Space. That was their their slasher errors of movies. But yeah, all in all, I, I look America Genre Film Archive, am I saying it right? The AGFA. Yeah. They, they always deliver like everything about like they just make their films that they get special like he's a great hype man mm -hmm. like he just like his excitement makes you excited and like you had the guy next to us like he laughed so much like he was like every part of it like he was just like enjoying there was nobody that wasn't enjoying themselves there so uh the, you know the funny line was that i remembered even even as a kid it popped me as a kid when you're like we can't get through that door i don't have a key it's locked and then he has the brick, and he's like, don't worry, I got a key. 
<laughs> and that always stuck with me. And I remember being a kid. I was like, oh, man, that's so badass. <laughs> uh, but what about the the reveal? Uh, oh, basically the finish, the go-home spot for them where they were leading up to the weakness of the blob was being frozen. Like he couldn't handle the cold. And that always kind of stuck with me that they blew up, you know, the snowmaker. But then somehow that snowmaker made the whole town snow. Like did that somehow, did you get the feeling that that seeded the cloud? Or it was just, there was just that much liquid nitrogen. I don't know how those snowmakers even work. So I couldn't, I couldn't say. Yeah. Um, yeah, was the uh, eventually the blob was just covered in liquid nitrogen? Is that what happened? Yeah, and that was it. And then he was frozen, and they had to get it to the get it to the ice box before it thawed out. Yeah, I don't know. It felt like it, so. Then what did they do with the? Is the ice just sitting in an ice box somewhere right now? Yeah. So the blob is somewhere in a freezer that hopefully has redundant power and can never defrost. <laughs> Hey, Mike, what's up? Yes, exactly. You did just walk in on a blob review. Can I ask a question? What did Flag do to anybody? He basically <laughs> just smokes and rides a motorcycle. He, They said he's a punk, but what did he really do wrong? I, they give no... There's no proof of that, and the, co- the cops just don't like him. He did know that. Yeah, that deputy. The deputy liked him even more. Like did you less. Re- did you recognize who the deputy was? Yeah, so I did, but I was so that was Paul McCrane. But like, where? So what was the when you think of him? Like, what is your? Is it? Do you think RoboCop? Yes, that's Toxic Waste Guy from RoboCop. Okay, yeah. So that's what I was wondering if that's what you think of him because I know he was in a lot of other shows, but when you saw him. I guess maybe that adds to the whole 80s aesthetic is he was the RoboCop. When you think RoboCop, you think 80s, right? So that really added to it. So that was really good booking, uh, bringing Hing in there. Uh, Mike is saying, yeah, reboot the blob. Can you do another blob? It would be interesting to do a new blob. Well, it's funny because if you think about it, uh, they even mentioned in the intro they redid the fly, they redid the thing. Yep. And then so what was it Universal? Yep. This now it's Universal. Universal's yep. like okay, well we own the Blob. Should we do the Blob? Yeah, that's an IP. That's a thing. Let's do the Blob. That's classic. And they uh, they did a big expensive Blob movie. Um, and well, I guess it's a failure. So I don't know if you did it now, could the Blob get over in modern times when people have cell phones and Google? Yeah, it would be interesting to see how they would try to do it, but you have to bring back, you have to bring back flag. <laughs> yeah, you have to bring back. To me, I think it just needs to be the the requel, and just like go off of that story because I'd be curious because it had a beautiful '80s ending. It's ending just was really good. I lo- I like the ending a lot. So the the and it it kind of had, I would say it had the first, well, one of the first post-trailer scenes but they didn't do it in you know that post-credit stinger because you had the beautiful snow at the end and they're like come on let's get this thing in the ice box before it defrosts and then that could have ended and if it was made today post-credit scene would have been the priest with one eye talking about you know the lord's gonna let me know when this needs to happen again and he had his blob that he got and he kept it in a jar and i was like that would be your post-credit stinger we need to see that old preacher come back and look at the modern world and say 2020, things have been screwed up on this planet since 2016. It's time. 
and he releases the blob and there's your requel. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It's old man flag, major power outage, the blob has thawed. There it is. Thawed. <laughs> the blob too, thawed. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. <laughs> I would love to see it. I was actually trying to go through and find out, like, you're absolutely right. What did flag do? Like, why did they hit, like... That deputy was ready to just like blow him out of his sneakers. Is that what he said? <laughs> I'll blow you out of your shoes. <laughs> Meanwhile, there's jocks trying to date rape girls. Yeah, <laughs> and that's where the, the police in that one. Flag just smokes, <laughs> and he's got that real sort of like immature, childlike way of smoking. Like holds the cigarette like that, <laughs> smokes it all the way down to the nub. Oh man, I just—I'm uh, glad Mike said this. I had no idea that we were going to requel boot this, and we were going to get Old Man Flag. <laughs> Blew him out of his sneakers. We were going to get Old Man Flag. We were going to get a thawed blob. There's just so much you can do. That preacher is going to be like the main heel. There's so much that could happen here. I support a diligent smoker. <laughs> but yeah, Brian Flag—that was his name. Very, very '80s feeling name. But I think. Do you feel like Kevin Dillon has enough zeitgeist credit that you sh- would be able to book him safely in the Blob 2? Is it something that would go directly to Max? Do you make it a six-episode limited series? No, not everything needs to be a series. No? this um, is a, just, So this is just a film? Yeah, just maybe a one-off requel boot straight to Peacock. Okay. And get behind that. I think you can do this more affordable, too. Right, because back then the, the the effects were probably way more difficult. You can probably pull that off pretty safely right now. No, that was all practical jello <laughs> that they were just playing in reverse. Uh, I normally don't hear on the scenes that you pop. I pop a lot more than you pop, but I felt like I heard you pop when they did a blob scene and then they did the hard cut to the kid sucking the jello. Yeah, it's a make- great cut. <laughs> I heard you pop on that, and I was like, "Oh, okay." So that was the, that was a more of a was that a fan pop or a filmmaker pop? That was a filmmaker pop. That was a filmmaker pop. Okay, nice shot right from the blob to the to the <laughs> jello. It's just like uh, who does trans when those when you nail those transitions, those real sort of like shot to shot things where you line up uh, a perfect cut like that. Yeah, I pop for those big. Yeah, you right did. from right from the blob. I for, what was the blob doing? The blob was sucking on a guy. Yeah. Right to a guy sucking on a blob. So <laughs> a kid, kid sucking up that jello blob. Hey, what's <laughs> up, Lee? Lee, what's up, brother? <laughs> Where's the smoking eyewear? I got your. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Lee got me some sunglasses for my birthday. I do oh. have them. It's just, they're they're a little, a little dark in the studio, but I can't see my keys. But I appreciate them. I love them. They're great. Yes. Awesome. Uh, so we're still getting, uh, and guys, just so you know, we're we're getting. We had a live correspondent for the AEW Dynamite show here in Austin, Texas. We didn't make it, but we have a we have a man on the inside, Eric. So he was on a call, so he's still texting. I'm not. I'm checking out that on the phone while we're doing that as well. So just so you know, uh, Mox versus Hager is happening, and Hager's hat is way over. Love that hat. <laughs> His and he's also getting We the People chance so just we're going to continue to do that live report which i guess you guys can watch along on tv we can't watch it but we've got a, a man on the inside that's doing that but i'm trying to go i was going through the cast here of the blob and I, I i feel like it's slam dunk you can get shawnee smith back you can get kevin dillon back 
uh, oh, you can't get uh, Deputy Briggs back because he did get reverse snapped in half, didn't he? Is that how he went out? Yeah. I don't remember. He got pulled. I feel like he had a little bit of his baby face turn too, right? He was like a full on heel. Like you can see him in the thing. He felt like he's the guy like with that mustache, like, oh yeah, he could be in the thing. He can be in the warriors. He had that look and then he was ready to blow flag out of his shoes. And then he realized that the guys in the suits were pointing the gun and and then he switched the gun. And then I feel like he had a little bit of a baby face turn and then they snapped him in half. So that was very eighties. Another thing that was very, it's very taboo. But I guess they're starting to do it again after it uh, is that kid that was somewhat of a likable kid. I mean, he was a little punk, but like not in a like, oh, I hope that punk kid gets killed. Like they they took him out in the sewer like he had a jump scare, like his face was completely melted. Yeah, reverse snapped in half, had his baby face turned. That's right. And podcast. Did agree with that. Are you talking about the kid that was trying to go see Garden Tool Massacre? Got a Garden Tool Massacre, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Then you can actually do a requel boot of Garden Tool Massacre too, as well. Like, you can actually get meta with it and have that going at the same time. That did feel like Garden Tool Massacre. Did that not remind you of that Geico commercial? Head for the cemetery! <laughs> when you're in a horror movie, you make bad decisions. <laughs> 